everyone wants to make the most of their life. Pastor and teacher Dr. Bill Galarakis of Columbia Road Baptist Church guides us into that focused and meaningful Christian life that will make a difference today and for eternity. Get ready for our next episode of Changing Lives, Changing Eternities. Here's Pastor Bill. Well, we're going to get into it today. I have had a number of people in recent time come up to me and ask me, young people and parents alike, should I get a tattoo or should I get a body piercing or ears or nose or whatever it might be? These either tattoos or body piercings, what should I do or what should I tell my child? You say, is this really an important topic? Well, it is, and I'll tell you why at the very end. A little sneak peek is how we look and how we behave can affect our ability to be ambassadors for Christ. How we look, how we behave can affect our ability to be ambassadors for Christ, which is something we have all been called to do to be. It's not a choice. You're either an ambassador that's good or an ambassador that's bad. We are ambassadors, right? We go on Christ's behalf. And so how we carry on our lives will affect how we portray Christ to others. So if we're going to see other people's lives change, their eternities changed, that's the work of the ambassador, it is important. Now, I don't have any tattoos. Full, full disclosure as we get started, I don't have any tattoos. I don't want any tattoos. I haven't ever regretted not getting one. I haven't looked at the cost of it and thought that would be a good investment, Right. Uh, I, I probably wouldn't enjoy the pain. I don't have anything in me that, that says I want to get, I want needles around me, whether it's for ink in my skin or piercings through my ears. So I want you to know where I'm coming from, but I have some friends that have tattoos. I have friends that have tattoos that are things about God. I have friends that have tattoos that have nothing to do with God. And I know that there are some people who will be listening to this who say the Bible shuts that down and the conversation is very easily ended and you ought not be getting tattoos because you belong to Christ. It's not your body anymore. And um, the Old Testament talks about, well, this verse right here, Leviticus 19.28, it says, "Ye shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor print any marks upon you. I am the Lord. Let me read that again. You shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor print any marks upon you. I am the Lord. And and a lot of people will look to that and they'll say, hey, this means no tattoos. This means no cuttings, no piercings inside of your body. And they would say, so it's over. And then I've got other friends who say, well, hold on a second. Well, if I want a Bible verse tattooed on my shoulder. If, if I want to have something about the Lord put on my body, I think this is beautiful. I think this is something that people would um, perhaps ask about, and I can use it as a conversation starter. There's different views on this, but I want you to know I'm a biblicist, meaning it's I have decided that what God says in his word is how I'm going to do things. So let's look to God's word today and see what it says about piercings, about tattoos, And I'm mostly thinking about this from tattoos because of a conversation that I've had, but it also would be true with body piercings. So there's there's really a couple of thoughts here about this passage in Leviticus 28 that says, don't make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor print any marks upon you. I am the Lord. I don't think that this verse just ends this conversation, and here's why. It's probably referring to pagan worship. 
Cutting into your flesh for the dead is a pagan religious practice, right? Printing marks upon you is in that same vein, probably something that the people surrounding Israel did as a pagan worship practice. It was a worldly thing that others did. And here we are being instructed in the law not to do that. And and really, that's another consideration. It's in the Mosaic law, the law given by God through Moses to his nation, the, the children of Israel, right, to his people in the Old Testament. But for you and I that are believers in Christ, that are followers of Jesus now, we are no longer under the law as the way that we live our lives or for salvation or, or to, in order to uh, please God and get into heaven. So the, the law has been completed in Christ. He made an end to the law for righteousness. So we can't just look to that and say, okay, that ends all of it, because if we do that, then every part of the law should be binding on us, including the sacrifices, the dietary restrictions, the things we do and don't do with the Sabbath. And and I don't think that most people that would be listening to this, that would be in, um, you know, a, a believer, a like-minded church member of a, a Baptist church would, would say we are under the law anymore. So what we get from this is the act of getting a tattoo or piercing your ears is not in and of itself intrinsically evil. And so, like other things that the Bible doesn't give us a direct thing where it says, for example, don't bear false witness, where it says don't covet, where it talks about specific, explicit prohibitions against sin, don't do that, or where it tells us things we ought to do, do this as a believer. We don't have that, so we have to look at the principles behind it. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19 says, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. When we become a follower of Jesus Christ, things change. Things change, and we are transformed progressively to be more like Jesus. And most importantly, at that moment of salvation, our sins are forgiven. Heaven becomes our home. We're given eternal life, and we have a different way of living. And here it says very clearly that you and I, as followers of Jesus, our bodies no longer belong to us. It says that our body and in our spirit, those things are God's. And we're told to glorify God. We're told to reveal who God is and his goodness, and that's what will bring people to glorify him. He says here that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. One of the things that's important is God is living inside of us. So not only are we representing God, we actually carry God the Spirit with us wherever we go. And it says here, you ought to know that you are not your own, so you don't get to just behave any way you want to with your body. The verses around this passage that I read talk a lot about different types of sin. And he's saying, you don't just get to decide what to do anymore. You have been bought with a price. What is that price? It's when Christ shed his own blood for you and I when he died on the cross. The most precious price that could be paid was paid for you and for I to have our sins forgiven. And we now belong to the Lord. 
That's a wonderful thing because God cares for his own. He protects his own. He provides for his own. He's made a, a place for us. He's made a place for us in heaven. So the question is, what does God want for my body? What does God want for my body? Said another way is, does getting a tattoo in my skin, does piercing my body glorify God? Now, if you're not a believer, you say, well, my body is my own. I'm going to do whatever I want with it. I'm going to put on it, put in it, dress it up however I want to. But for the believer, for the follower of Jesus, we have to ask ourselves, what does God want here? How can I glorify God? And is me getting a tattoo, is me getting piercings from uh, in my body, is this a natural outgrowth of my walk with Christ? Is this part of the fruit of the Spirit? And just like that warning in the Old Testament was about cutting in your flesh for the dead or printing marks upon you, are we getting a tattoo because of worldly influences? Are we doing it either because, A, we think it's cool and we want ourselves to look a certain way? That would be fine if it was your body. That would be fine if it was my body, but it's the Lord's body. So we don't get to decide whatever we want with that. The the other thing would be is, are we doing it with worldly influences? So it, it matters. It really does matter what we want to put on our body and or in our body and why we want to do it. God makes a lot of emphasis on the inner man, not on the outer. He makes great emphasis on the inner man, not on the outer. It says in 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 3 and 4, Whose adorning, let it not be that outward adorning of plating the hair and wearing of gold or of putting on of apparel, but let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. This is talking about how women adorn themselves, and the principle inside of here is not just for women, but God says that having a meek spirit surrendered to God, our strength surrendered. Meekness is not weakness, it's strength surrendered to God. It says when we do that, God thinks that that is of great price. So it's not about the outward decoration in our lives, it's about the inward decoration. Meaning, if you get a bunch of scripture tattooed on your body, but you don't have a vibrant walk with Christ, it doesn't matter how much scripture is tattooed on your body. It's not going to glorify God, and it's not going to help you to be a better ambassador. You can have Bible verses all over you, but if you speak a certain way that causes God to look bad, or you act a certain way, a way that a believer ought not act. If you say certain things and drink certain things and go certain places and and participate and you've got that on you, in fact, it's dragging the name of God through the dirt, through the mud. Because here we have an outward expression. Oh yeah, I'm a believer. Look, I've got these tattoos. But I'm going to actually behave in a way that brings shame on me and on the name of God. So, this brings us to the changing lives, changing eternities part of this idea. So we, we've asked the question, does this glorify God? What does God want for my body, right? Does this glorify God? Does God, what does God want for my body? He says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 20, the word of God says here, now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. We are ambassadors for Christ, meaning that we go on Christ's behalf and we speak on his behalf to other people, 
right? So if the United States sends an ambassador to the United Kingdom, right, or an ambassador to France, that ambassador will speak and represent, and his behavior will reflect the behavior of the country that sent him, of the United States. He can't just say whatever he wants to. He has to represent his country. And oftentimes, it's to either work for peace and an arrangement that can avoid conflict, or if things are so bad that an ambassador can't help but say, no, you have crossed the line, we are going to have to to solve this through perhaps the use of arms, it's still not his choice. It's the choice of that country or that body that sent him. The same way Jesus has sent us, it says, now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. So as though Christ was actually here himself, and though he's not because he sent us, we are bodily here. And he says here, Paul writes these inspired words, we pray you in Christ's stead, be reconciled to God. Get right with God. Accept his forgiveness. Have your sins forgiven. Become one of his children, one of his people. This is the message of the ambassadors, is one of reconciliation. We're trying to help other people get right with God. And that is the great work that God has left us here to do, to see people saved and to see people discipled, right? To see others come to know Christ as Savior and to see them grow to be like the Lord Jesus. Reel this all back in. How does that piercing, that tattoo, affect your ability to win people to Jesus and to be an ambassador to all in your community, to all who are in our community? Now, perhaps in certain parts of our community, uh, people would look at a tattoo and they would think, uh, that that is inappropriate. They ought not have that. That person says they know God. They don't know God. Godly people don't have tattoos. And in another part of our community, perhaps they say, oh, uh, that person has tattoos. Well, they're just like me, and so I can completely identify with them. I'm not sure if anybody actually thinks that way that has a tattoo. But what it comes down to for me is what will this do for me? What will this do for God? What does God want when it comes to me trying to win others to Jesus? You know, I dress a certain way based on this principle as well. If I had my way, I would probably wear jeans and a hoodie every day. I like being comfortable. I don't like dressing up, but I dress up a lot. And even when I'm just running to the store or going out to maybe grab a cup of coffee or something like that, unless I happen to be coming from the gym or I'm going to Home Depot because I'm in the middle of painting, you're probably going to find me dressed up. I'm probably going to be in a pair of slacks and some sort of shirt with a collar on it. I'm probably going to have combed my hair. I'm going to be shaved. I mean, I have a beard, but I'm going to make sure it's a neatly trimmed beard. Uh, I'm going to make sure my nails are clipped. I am going to make sure I smell nice. And you say, why? What, what does this have anything to do with this? Because if I run across a divine appointment, I need to represent the Lord well. You say, but it's your own life. It's your own body. Dress however you want. Do whatever you want. No, my body is not my own. I am bought with a price, and I need to glorify God in my body and in my spirit. To glorify God in my body and in my spirit. So, can you legitimately say, this tattoo that I want to get, this piercing that I want to get, I want to do this to the glory of God. 
Not I like how it looks or I want to fit in with my friends or everybody's doing it or um, it's not that big of a deal. No, if you're a believer in Jesus, we are called to a higher calling than just pleasing ourselves. We are called to see people's lives change, their eternities change, people saved and discipled. And if a tattoo would get in the way of that, if it would be a stumbling block to that, then we ought not get a tattoo. If we get piercings and it would be a stumbling block to that, it would be an obstacle to that, we ought not do that. You say, even if I really want one, even if not everybody would be against it, I think you ought not get one. And and really, that's what it comes down to. And I, I keep saying that's what it comes down to. But if you were to ask me, if you were to come to me and say, Pastor Bill, should I get a tattoo? My initial reaction would say, no, don't get a tattoo. Don't get a tattoo. It may not be that big of a deal. It may never lose you an opportunity to represent Christ. But then again, it very well may. And on the flip side of it, not having a tattoo is not going to risk you being a poor ambassador because people aren't going to look at you and say, well, where are your tattoos? Now, of course, this is talking about the culture of the West, that we live in, right? We live in the United States. We live in the Midwest. Maybe this would be the same principles, but they would be applied differently based on the culture that we live in. But I would say based on the culture that we live in, don't get a tattoo. Don't get any body piercings that would be uh, worldly, that might make people think that you're worldly like that. This is the example that I use. If, if I say that I have the answer to the question of the meaning of life. If I can tell people how they can live forever, how they can be right with God, how they can know that heaven's their home, if I want to tell somebody that this is how you can have peace in your family, this is how you can have uh, great success in those things that God puts before you, this is how you can win with your money, this is how you can win with your relationships, this is how you can break free from sin. If I'm going to have this great truth, I can't look like a bum. I can't. People aren't going to listen to me. You think when someone's in a terminal condition in a hospital and they, they call and they ask for a pastor, they want me to walk in there in ripped up jeans, five days worth of stubble on my face, teeth unbrushed, hair a mess, and I come in and I say, I can help you get to God. That's not what they're looking for then. Some people might be okay with it, but my life is called to a greater purpose, and so I take the high road. And I would recommend you take the high road as well. So tattoos... Piercings, I'm going to recommend against it. But if you go ahead with it anyway, make sure that you can answer this question. Does God want this for your body? Does this glorify God? Thanks for tuning in to Changing Lives, Changing Eternities. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe to our podcast to catch our next episode. To hear even more of God's Word, we invite you to join us this Sunday either in person at Columbia Road Baptist Church, North Olmsted, Ohio, or online at columbiaroad.org slash live, YouTube, or through our mobile app. Make sure you like us on Facebook, Instagram, and follow us on Twitter. Remember, let's be more than hearers. Let's be doers. Live out the truth of God's Word this week, and you'll change people's lives and their eternities. Until next time, thanks for listening and may God bless you.